Hi there, welcome to Blessed for the Smess. Are you ready for a year full of chain breaking, thriving, blessed for your mess life? Well, if so, you've come to the right place. My name is Annie Morgan, the host of this podcast, where we find the blessings in the middle of our mess. I am a special needs mama sharing all of life's mess of this unexpected journey with you. But importantly, how we found the blessings in them, and also how we've chosen to live a life that is not defined by those circumstances. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. I am so glad you are here. And if this is your first time, welcome. Oh my gosh, so glad that you have found this podcast. If either of you returning or first time listener haven't connected with me yet on a personal basis, be sure to follow me and message me over on Instagram at blessed for this mess. I would love to get to know you. If you are enjoying this podcast and haven't yet left a rating or review, be sure to do that at the end of this. With all of that said, let's get right into it. Here we go. So, I see leaving you at the edge of the cliff did some good there, my friend. Welcome back to another episode. Last week, we made it short, and maybe not so sweet by leaving you on the edge. But did your gears get turning? I'll tell you what, for me, it was a great reminder how much it really is worth it to see ourselves through this fruit series. To show up for our future self and our current self to face things in a way that most people aren't telling you to do. By now, you know that knowing the root system within yourself is just the beginning. It's not the answer to the shift. It's not the answer to the shift from going from uncompleted New Year's resolutions to completion. But I will say you might have a lot more awareness about yourself than you realized before stepping into episode 25. So in episode 26, right now, we are here to do some exposure. Some of you may even try to beat me to the end of this podcast right now and say, got it, be aware of my roots, expose them, then pull out the bad ones, got it, done, yes. But if you pause long enough to hear, you'll know for yourself that that alone, again, doesn't create healing. Our lives, our roots, How we operate is far too complex than a simple root extraction of the negative ones. And if we're complex, then you know what that means. Complex root system that is layered and a seemingly complex process to create true healing and alignment. But my goal is to make it as less complex to understand and even less complex to work through. So now you're ready for that part where I told you it was going to get messy like that first part of Marie Kondo's Netflix series. Well, before we jump right into that, I actually wanted to share with you a peek into my world where the root system hit heavy in my life. I promise you when I say getting responsible for those unpretty roots is not because all of mine are flawless. In fact, I'm about to share a really awful root that grew into something even worse. And I'll preface this by saying, it's one of those where you would rather pretend like it was never part of your story. 
And you could honestly maybe even get away with most people not knowing if I really didn't want them to. But would this again be my style if I didn't take you to those sort of places? Of course not. I am not some influencer or person coaching you to do something because her life has roots that were born beautifully and abundant and required minimal reconstructing. Your girl has been a walking mess, both gifted to her from generational transfer and the choices that I've made leading up to this very moment. The mess? It only got blessed when I stopped trying to look at who I could blame for my roots, for the growth that came from those roots, because let's face it, if there's a root, then that means there's something above surface that has grown from it. The only thing that I ask of you is to give grace for this awful root exposure I'm about to do. And maybe the patience to understand that the surface isn't always the actual truth. That the surface is just the growth, like I said, from what is actually beneath the surface. So here's the surface. The first two and a half years of marriage, during the times that really counted, I was a beast. Not like, damn, that girl's a beast. She could do so much or like hashtag beast mode. No, like a freaking beast. Like Princess Belle meets the beast and your girl was the beast. The surface would show no one except if you were a fly on the wall or had a VIP section front row to our lovely engagements where miscommunication would happen that this dainty little girl full of grace would interrupt this daily program to bring you the beast. This beast left little room for patients to be in the room during those moments. This beast not only matched the level in the room, she raised the pitch in the room for her Prince Charming. The beast would come without warning, rage a war she felt she never started, and at times, in fact, they may have not even been hers to start, but she was sure certain she would be the one to end them. Okay, so you get it. I became a beast during those miscommunication engagements. On the surface, I looked like an awful, tempered, super quick to speak, ungrateful wife. And that's judgment from myself. But this is the root system exposure. So we know that that is just the first piece to understanding why the beast was even allowed in the room. So let's take it another layer. First, let's be clear. The beast didn't come at every miscommunication engagement. However, she made sure to show up the minute that she felt threatened. And that's layer number two. Any moment there was a threat flagged on her radar, it began the beast awakening. The threat may have been layer number two, but it was birthed from layer number three. Fear. Fear was what birthed the threat radar to then awaken the beast. Are you following me? By now, I'm exposing my roots myself in a way that most of you might have never even seen. The surface showed a really awful picture in those moments. But... The surface was that growth from a root layered far beneath the surface. 
So we would be here for a good hour if I continued down the root system from the surface of the beast awakening. But I'm going to continue on to share this in a way in ways that also apply to you. So I'm going to move forward. I will say that the layered root for this one piece has depth, girl, and width. It's not black and white, and it blurs into other root areas that have surfaced in different ways. Some that have grown as unpleasant as the beast, but some, in fact, that have grown something quite charming from them. To see the completion of this route, be sure that you're subscribed to the mailing list for more exclusive content coming out of this episode and more. If you have yet to subscribe, now's your chance. You can find the link over on my Instagram bio. Again, blessed for this mess is my handle. You can find the link there in my bio. So I actually want to not just share my roots and give you this picture of what this looks like. I know that you heard me just mention the beast that I would become in my marriage. And I thought it was only fair to bring in the other side of this marriage, which is my husband, Daniel. And here's the thing. When we're talking about roots, we literally were talking about this the other day where we started to actually see breakthrough and understanding how we both operated in a season that we weren't able to see at the time. So I'm bringing Daniel back. He's here. We're so glad that he's here. And I'm thankful that you're taking the time to do this because I think it's important that they kind of see this from a different perspective too. So Mm -hmm. we had a season where you worked for a specific company that really um, not even like requested overtime. It was like forced overtime for you. Um, unannounced, unexpected, even if you had plans. And so if you can kind of talk about that and kind of the feelings that came with that. Yeah. Well, you're not the only one that was a beast. I was a hangry beast. I remember there was times where we'd have plans, we'd have dinner plans, and it was all thrown off because I had to pick up another job and they're forcing overtime. And it's like... At that point, I felt like I had no control of myself, almost like I was like a slave, like, you know, to my boss. And it was just, it was an uncomfortable feeling. And I felt like it was, I was almost neglecting my family in a way by spending those hours of overtime working for a boss, giving my best to a boss instead of giving my best to my wife and kids. Well, Dave at the time, not plural, but anyways... I felt like I was come home exhausted. I was tired. I was hangry. I was hungry and angry at the same time. And I was just frustrated with life. I didn't know what to do. And I think part of it stems from, you know, the life I had growing up was, you know, my dad was working all the time and I never got to see him as a, you know, as a dad. I mean, not never, but, you know, a lot of times where he would, you know, take us to school in the morning or we'd ride the bus in the morning and, you know, we wouldn't see him till sometimes the next morning because he'd be working so late. And so that's part of my desire to give our kids is that, you know, they're not going to have to go through a father and mother not being there, us not being there for our kids. And we're going to be able to, you know, give them the best of what we got instead of just, you know, working our lives away. And then, you know, what do we got left? So 
that was part of what I went through. I think it did carry over into our marriage too. And that was something that I had to grow in for sure, just to, you know, embrace everything that was going on. Yeah, I had to work overtime, but I had two choices. I could either stop and quit or keep on going, work the overtime, suck it up and, you know, look for another job. In the meantime, thankfully, I put my feelers out and was able to, you know, give a get a lot better job with a lot better schedule that is able to, you know, have a better balance for our family life. So, yeah, but it was, yeah, it was tough, but you've definitely been a rock at home to hold it together and um, be there for me during those hard times, but now it's a lot better. So, yeah, it's, it's it, all that not having control of, of myself or the feeling of being controlled by someone else just built up such anger in me because I just, I, I want to have control. Now it feels like I have more control than I, than I had before, which is a lot better of a feeling, which I can give back to our family and, you know, be a better dad for our, our kids and better husband. So yeah, that's just my thoughts, babe. Yeah. I, you know, I think is interesting is I actually, have mentioned how if we're trying to become the person that we're meant to be, but there's, if we have these habits that we haven't dealt with, or if there's roots that we haven't dealt with, they can potentially conflict with the person we're trying to become because of what's beneath the surface. Mm -hmm. So what I'm hearing from you is you had roots that created this strong value of family time that wasn't being met in your current circumstances and so it was actually creating this disalignment with the person you were trying to be the person you wanted right. to be which was causing mm-hmm. this confliction mm-hmm. yeah. which at the time I didn't fully understand like how much of an impact negatively this forced overtime was having on you. And like you just said, my mindset wasn't aligned with our value system. And our value system is family. Right. Well, like the your job was Part not aligned it. with yeah. your value system. Right. Yeah. Right. And so there was this huge conflict because who you were, what you valued was out of alignment with what you were actually walking out because you actually didn't even have control over it mm-hmm. to some extent, which caused you a lot of obviously anger and frustration mm-hmm. and and conf- conflict. I mean, it really just comes down to that. There was conflict with the person that you were trying to be, the person that you valued, the things that you valued as a kid that you wanted to instill in your family right. to create that legacy. Like it was not being reproduced in that season. Right. And so that's why I'm just thank you for sharing because mm-hmm. – I think it's really important that we understand that sometimes even in marriage, these miscommunications that happen, like whatever the surface is, like you being mad at me coming home and being hangry, that mm-hmm. was surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you had the fact that your boss was telling you what to do. So you felt like you weren't in control of your life. Right. But then the fact was that you wanted to spend time with your family and you couldn't because you had to provide for your family. Mm-hmm. But then below that, beneath that, like the next layer is the fact that you wanted family time because you wanted more of that as a desire when you were younger, but your dad had to do what he had to do to provide. Exactly. 
Yeah. And so it just, like I said, like roots, they're so layered, but it's not even just layered. There's width to it. Like that wasn't just a layered root to you and I and to your job. Like this literally carried into your childhood in a different way that has poured into a new season. Yeah. And it's just crazy how it works like that. And not to be like ungrateful or anything. I was grateful to, you know, obviously that job provided us income to to provide for our family. And for men out there that are working their ass off, working 80 plus hours a week, there's a lot of respect for people like that. I definitely have a lot of respect for men like that. You know, I totally do it, but it's just... You know, yeah, it just takes a little bit away from the family time. But it's just everyone has their own capacity and, you know, it grows at different times. And um, that was definitely a capacity builder for sure. And we had to pretty much cope with what we were dealt with. Yeah, I think now, too, like we're able to be mature enough to say, you know, back then this is how I was operating. But this Mm. is actually how I was really feeling and I didn't know how to actually share that with you Mm -hmm. or communicate that in a way because there was just so much conflict happening. Right. It was just overwhelming. It was too much or I was out of alignment. Yeah. You know. um, Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you for sharing that because I think it's important that we see that, you know, this isn't a cookie cutter root system process. There's layers. It's got width. It's not black and white, like I've said. So, Um, thank you for that. Yeah. By now you have simmered long enough into the root system. You have started to become aware with the fact of how you operate doesn't just stay above surface, that there's roots. Okay, Annie, we got it. Roots, we have them, we're layered and we need to expose them. Yes and no girl. Yes, you have roots, they're layered. But you certainly can just be aware of that and them and go along your day as planned. In fact, there are some of you that statistically listening to this podcast very well, in fact, listen, get aware, and go along with their day. But not you. You came into this episode series knowing this message, this series was meant for you. How do I know this? Because I can hear that inner voice of yours saying how badly you want to break free from the walls that you and others have confined you in. That each year your intention is pure, it wants to thrive, but then that infamous life, it happens. It gets the best of what was to come, that there is part of you screaming that this is the moment, but the other part of you is scared as hell. You want change, but different change than what you've done in the past. Not the kind that is here today and gone tomorrow, only to add to the burden that you've placed on yourself. That you never finished that one thing that you started, so how could this be any different? Be real. Think for a moment. Or maybe don't think and just feel. When you hear this episode, what is coming to mind? What's the desire that you have that keeps losing momentum before you have a chance to get it to plant its roots so it actually stays? Keep that feeling. 
Or to add to a layer to that, no one else believes you. No one else believes that you can do this. So why should you believe in fact that you will? Repeat this. You are not defined by your circumstances. Now, say it like you really mean it. You are not defined by your circumstances. Those roots, they might not have been all of yours by choice, but this, this is the moment you will rise up and say, I will be responsible for my root system because I am meant to be aligned with the person I was called to be. And the only way that we get aligned with our future calling from who we currently are is by not just doing things we've never done. Have you heard that saying before? To get results you've never had, do something you've never done before. And I believe this to be partly true, but the context needs to be correct. Think about it. All of those New Year resolutions have followed that phrase. You wanted different results, so you added something that you've never done before. But here we are. All of us walked into this series with a history of uncompleted resolutions, starting things we have never done before only to finally get to this place where we have agreed enough of the merry-go-round resolutions and these feelings that we aren't worthy, we aren't enough, we don't have what it takes, we're quitters, we can never get ahead, blah, 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 blah. We have said enough. Today, we're stepping off that merry-go-round. We now know why just starting those new things don't work long-term because of what's beneath the surface. We also now know that the surface may be what we see, but it isn't usually the cause or the foundation of that growth. The root is layered. We are layered. And we're finally aware and ready to really do something about it. I encourage you, take a look at how you operate. Are there areas that are unpleasant? Find your way to the bottom of that root, expose it, and understand that the surface was the growth from the layered root beneath the surface. We've done some root exposure today. Tune in to next week's episode as we talk about the gap that happens coming out of exposing and extracting. If you are enjoying this podcast, please be sure to leave a rating or review or both. And if you have not yet, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Bless for this mess. I also have a new addition to this podcast for you guys if you have not heard. There is more exclusive content that you can get from specific episodes if you go to my Instagram and you join Bless for this Mess podcast family. The link will be there provided for you. If you have any questions, be sure to message me. And if you haven't connected with me there, but you have been tuning in, be sure to stop by and say hello. I would love to connect with you over there. Again, I can't wait to hear the blessings you're finding in the middle of your mess. This is Blessed for this Mess, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.